I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the 909 Podcast. It is episode 115 of the 909 Podcast. It is myself, 909. I said 909 three times there. And uh, our my presenter, co-presenter, Andrea Cleary. Hello. Happy Lismas. Happy Lismas. Andrea is wearing a Christmas hat. I am wearing a, cri- yeah. a holiday hat. Yes. Looking very festive. Looking Thank very you. Fast. A Santa hat, you might call it too. A Santa hat. You're allowed to call it that. You're allowed to call it that. I think so. I think Santa wears this hat. Um, so I feel. Listen, nice. I watched Elf. I watched Elf last night. I'm like a <gasps> Christmas film. So. Oh, um, you're going right in. Yeah, I put up my tree already. I'm. I'm. I'm in it. I I put my tree up for the toy show. That's my tradition every year. And I have to say this year, my tree is looking good. Last year was a little bit sad. It was kind of a sad tree. This year, excellent tree. Brilliant. So Very absolutely good. delighted with that. Yeah, I had slight anxiety about getting the right tree and trying to make it fit and being too small and or too big. But do you get a real tree? I got one. <coughs> yes, I do. Okay. Yes. Um, you must have floorboards. I got floorboards. a potted one this year. I got a potted one this year, so uh, that was interesting. That's but like apparently, if you draw a picture of a Christmas tree, you draw a little pot. You don't exactly. Really, that's yeah. exactly what it is. So I have it in a barrel. Um, so it's very exciting. It's a very riveting conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are going to be talking about the best uh, new songs of best songs of 2020. Yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about. The best songs of 2020. Um, it is, yes, it is list season. It is Listmas. Mm. Um, so for the next three weeks, all we will be doing is talking about best of the year. And I probably say this every year, but it's worth bearing, uh, worth repeating for me anyway. You know, the sheer volume of music that's released every year means that when December rolls around, I actually have some uh, strong relief that just gives me time to be like, right, it's okay, Niall. You can go and uh, you can you can check out from the new music stuff in December for a bit and just go back and listen to all those stuff you didn't get a chance to maybe give a second listen to or maybe you didn't even get a chance to give a first listen to mm. or maybe uh, like with every the thing I love about lists is that every year you hear stuff that maybe you didn't hear in the first place and you're like this is great because yeah. you know you're discovering new music in a way that you know you weren't for the last 11 months maybe because um, you just start to see things and you start to hear things and then it's you get this nice buzz. Yeah. So that's what I look forward to. I, I find Listmas, I think I talked about this last year. Um, I find Listmas really stressful because I I sort of, because I sort of 
try to playlist my whole life. I I get really hung up on the 10 songs that I choose somehow like defining my year or defining all the different parts of my year. So this year I just tried to take the pressure off myself and just pick 10 songs that I think represent my year well. Um they're not I don't think they're necessarily my like the 10 songs that I think are like the best songs that were released this year, but they're my favorite 10 songs or the the 10 songs that I think meant a lot to me this year. Yeah. That's and I think all that's I something do. we should all, that should, every writer should really be advocating for. Yeah. And that's why, you know, the more people you get involved in a list, the less likely it's going to look more individual or more interesting. Exactly. Because, you know, the middle ground of everyone's taste is the thing that uh, is most palatable to people. Yeah. Or, you know, you just you just shore off the things that maybe are a bit more interesting and and, uh, and smaller and maybe of a, of a niche or quality or maybe of a niche or interest. Exactly. And, uh, so, yeah, I've always done that. That's always been like, I've never, like the end of year list for, for on the site are always just about like, what is my favorite songs? What are the ones yeah. that have moved me the most? Um, you know, and you can feel pressure to like put certain albums on because you're like, oh, everyone's talking about how great this one is. Yeah. But, you know, you just got to re- be true to yourself. Exactly. Um, we should explain the format for our listeners. So Niall and I both chose 10 songs completely separate to each other. We actually only saw each other's lists this morning or about half an hour ago. Um, and they're not counting down in order. They're just a selection of 10 songs each and we'll be presenting one each in a kind of a what's what's this back and forth <laughs> I'm, I'm making a motion uh, in a yeah, kind of a back um, and forth manner I did have two cups of coffee already but I, I can't uh, fathom the words <laughs> the, the ping pong back and forth uh yeah. dueling nature of of this tune um list yeah what just gonna be <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay we're gonna do it now Let's let's okay. get our heads in the game and our hearts in the okay. songs. Right. Um, okay, I will start with uh, my first song of 2020. Will I play it first and then come back and talk about it? Yeah. Or will we discuss it first? Uh, no, okay. play it first. Okay, I'll play it first. Uh, this is my first uh, track of my 10 um, from Songs of 2020. This is from Dua Lipa. It is called Cool. <laughs> That was Dua Lipa. The song was called Cool. Um, I think 2020, obviously, for obvious reasons, was one of those years where, you know, you got to lean into something that, you know, maybe wasn't the regular. Maybe I found myself listening to a lot of older music this year, like a lot of people. But also, um, I listened to a lot of immediate music that gave me immediate um 
a hit, a joy. Um, wasn't a sugary rush I was looking for, but it was something I was looking for the immediacy. Um, since March, when we haven't been able to go to clubs or dance or any DJ or anything like that, there's certainly been an element of of yearning for me of wanting to be in a place where people are congregating and dancing and in darkness and with lights. Um, and but as well as that, you know, I found myself. I listened to Future Nostalgia by Julipa an awful lot this year. Um, it was easily one of my albums of the year, and we'll talk about that more next week. Um, but it is a great record. It is a disco and dance tinge pop record that just has loads of great songs on it and just two that aren't great out of like 10 or 11. Um, and in the uncertainty of 2020, especially when we were going through the first lockdown and this arrived at the end of March, it gave me a lot of joy. It gave me a lot of escapism. Um and it gave me a lot of melodies that just repeated in my head that, you know, I would go back to a lot. And it was really nice just to have something like this that was just like great pop songs and um, kind of made you think about the future in a way that like eventually you'll look forward to this and you'll have something to look forward to again. And but you can also enjoy these at the same time. Um, um cool is a is is kind of like a indicative. It, I could have picked any song off this album. Really, there's like six or seven I could have picked. Uh, it's a perfect pop song for me in many ways. It's like her voice has a lovely kind of yearning, stretching quality to it. In in and when she sings, especially in the chorus and the little vocal ad libs where she's like singing "Hey" and "Aha" and "Woo," it's kind of it's got that lovely texture to it and, and the synths give it a real crystalline feel. It's got lovely space in it. It's got, it's kind of like, I mean, like the title of the album, Future Nostalgia, it's got kind of got that retro futuristic uh, synth thing going on as well. But it's just, ultimately it's just superb pop music and it's something I went back to again and again. It was uh, Stuart Price uh, from the Rhythm Digitals, one of three producers who is listed on this so kind of somebody who's uh, very very familiar with making really good um, dance music in the past having worked with Madonna and on his own as well and many other people um, but yeah I just think this song is of a pedigree this year that um, it's exactly what I wanted when I needed something some stability and I wanted something um, to make me feel good um, Julie is cool and the album Future Nostalgia was there awesome um, my first song for my first song, we need to go all the way back to January 2020, uh, if you can imagine such a thing. Um, and it is Mac Miller's Good News from the album Circles. Spent the whole day in my head Do a little spring cleaning I'm always too busy dreaming Well, maybe I should wake up instead A lot of things I regret But I just say I forget Why can't it just be easy? Why does everybody need me to stay? Oh, I hate the feeling when you're high, but you're underneath the ceiling Got the cards in my hand, I hate dealing Yeah Get everything I need and I'm gone But it ain't stealing Can I get a break? I wish that I could just Get out my goddamn way What is it to say? They 
ain't a better time than today Morning to listeners. This is probably one of the more upbeat songs that I chose. <laughs> um, I mean, God, January. I remember we were, this was the first album that we reviewed this year. Um, and I, I said at the time that I think, I mean, this came out on like January 7th or something really, really early in the year. And I remember saying at the time that I think uh, Good News will be one of my songs of the year. And it 100% has remained so um it kind of kicked the year off for me really well um I was really tired after Listmas last year I was also a judge in the choice prize so there was a lot of music listening and music criticism going on over the kind of Christmas period and I was I just came to January so exhausted <laughs> and so exhausted of listening to music and I remember hearing this song and it just being one of those songs that lifted me back out of that and kind of made me kind of excited about new music again uh this is from his sixth studio album it was written and produced by mac miller and uh john bryan and it was released uh posthumously so you know we we can't ignore the fact that it was a a posthumous release and i think at the time you and i had some interesting conversations around how that kind of forms your opinion on a work um and how it's kind of it's its own thing it's kind of in its own its own box and you kind of bring your own criticisms to it that way um and especially when it's work that's kind of underscored by mental health struggles and troubles and things like that but regardless um this is a really beautiful song that I think highlights both the downs and the ups um which is I think something that we can all kind of appreciate this year um that there are decisions that if you catch them at the right time can kind of change your mood from dark to light, even if it's just for like a morning or a day. And I I used this song to pick me up like a lot this year. I wasn't quite able for the like full on bombast of pop music, but this was, with the exception of one other song on this list, maybe as far as I would go into that. Um, and I think it just, it's a defining mood for 2020, this song, just finding hope when there isn't really any, um, a very, very somber undertone. And it came in January. Um, it came so early in the year and it meant I got to spend so much time with this song and uh, use it when I really needed it. And I'm very very grateful that it came out early this year because uh, I think it had it come out had it come out during the pandemic it would have broke me entirely so I'm glad I got a bit of time yeah fair yeah that's it that's so true yeah <laughs> <laughs> it did it did come at the right time because you were like I'm mostly prepared for this yeah and, uh, and, yeah and exactly I'm it. like I'm I'm excited about music here we go let's let, let, let's get into it if this had came in April I think I just I wouldn't have been able to listen to it <laughs> it would have been entirely too much for me so yeah 
Okay, well, there's a rare example of a of <laughs> January is can be a good time for for releases when you do hear stuff mm. that you really like because you know it does set the mood for the re- for the year ahead. Even though it no does. one could have predicted what was going to happen this year. Um, for my second choice, I have I'm well. I'm thinking I'm going for the upbeat stuff first. Um, it seems. Um, cool. This is um a song from S. G. Lewis. Um, and featuring Robin and Channel Trey and it's called Impact and we're going back to the club yet again. I felt your impact Eyes closed while I ride the wave You love it I'm in the haze 30,000 feet, no sleep I've been traveling for days That was S.G. Lewis and Robin and Channel Trey in a song called Impact. Uh, I've just popped a Baraka and I'm ready to go. Um, <laughs> so funny. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that energy in the yeah, room. Well, I the love song it. gives me that. All right, for sure. Um, it is one of those songs that uh, just, you know, I was just like, oh, I'd love to be in a place that I could just hear that and a DJ dropping it and everyone going nuts. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. It was definitely a bit of that. But um, following a true line from um, the Julie Leap album, another person that produced the song on Julie Leap's album is S.G. Lewis. He produced the song Hallucinate. Um, so this is his own stuff. He has a new album coming out in 2021. Um, and I was really, I think before this, S.G. Lewis to me was kind of just this, I don't know, UK kind of pop dance, like R&B artist in my head. I don't know if I'd ever really probably consciously uh, cop what it was. I think I've definitely heard some of the music before, but this was the kind of thing that just really um, like hit me straight away. I was like, whoa, where did this come from? And then I was just like, I was so delighted for him. Just, I don't even know any about him. I was just like, imagine getting Robin on your song. I was just like, that's so class. And he was like, oh, do you know it'll work really well on this Robin? And then she comes in and just like, obviously it's Robin, so she nails it. Um, I love the kind of like that electro synth line that's kind of going through it. Really, it's something that obviously moves me a lot. Uh, it's very much a song that is elevated by its sound design as well. There's lots of whooshing and whirring space disco noises, which is something I obviously love. Um, and it really adds to the song and the interplay between, the contrast between Channel Trey's like spoken word 
word and then Robin's magnetic kind of uh, hook as well is something that I always go back to and I love the way it kind of repeats on itself um, when she's like an echo when she's singing it um, and if it wasn't clear from uh, 2018's uh, Honey that whether we were going to get another Robin banger again it was just nice to hear this it was just like this is uh, exactly what I was kind of hoping would be on uh, Honey at the start before it came out you know um, so I think it, I feel very happy that we got to have a Robin Banger in 2020, even though it wasn't her awesome. own song. So that's S.G. Lewis, yeah. Impact, featuring Robin and Channel Trey. Okay, Andrea, what's your next choice? Uh, my next choice is a song called Tried to Tell You by The Weather Station, who is Tamara Lindemann. Um, it's from an upcoming album called New Ignorance that'll be out in March uh, 2021. Even just listening to that here, I'm like, oh, feelings. It's so it's such a good song. It's such a well rendered tune. Um, so I wasn't familiar with the weather station until um, I th- just a couple of months ago. I think um, Laura Snapes, who's the deputy music editor of The Guardian, tweeted out um, this song with some of the lyrics that um, that she really liked. And I read the lyrics and I was like, oh. This this looks like my kind of thing. Um, I clicked into it and was just blown away by the fact that I'd never heard of this person before. Um, and yeah, from what I've gathered from listening through a couple of her albums on Spotify, um, she her previous albums have been kind of more acoustic folk focused, and I think this might be something of a departure. Yeah, into a more full album. sound. What was it called? All but was mine. That was the one I remember. I was a brilliant. Record. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I, I really, really enjoy uh, listening to her her other albums, but I think this this is kind of going more down the route of like maybe a Sharon Van Etten sound, uh, just a bit fuller, um, some gorgeous strings in there, some lovely synth. And I, I think a lot of my picks in this list this year kind of hit me with their melodies. And I think the melody in this song is, is extremely strong. It, But at the same time, it's a gorgeously soft song um and i think it adds up to so much more than the sum of its parts like the lyrics the arrangement her voice the mixing everything here serves a purpose there's nothing superfluous in it um and i just think it's a it's an excellently written and and developed uh song lovely cool and so does an album out next year Yes, uh, March 2021 called New Ignorance. Great. Okay. Um, my next choice is an artist that we've had um, <clears throat> on our podcast uh, in a, as part of a long conversation um, in, in a hotel room. The only time we actually got oh. to chat to people in real life. That was the best day. <laughs> that was one of the highlights of my year. Maybe the highlight of my year was this day. Yeah, we had uh, a lovely long chat with Denise Chyla and Merley and God knows in a hotel room in Dublin when it was safe to do so earlier this year. Um, and so one of the songs I picked um, for my songs of the year is On Show by Denise Chyla. If you're looking for your black James Bond on show, Spice Talks Taxi by The Central on show, Sailor Moon remixed by Fela, same one. Your black James Bond on shot Spice box taxi by the Sentra on shot Sailor Moon remix by Fela Say moi, I am not a queen, I'm a pharaoh Call CNN, NBC, Sky News, someone call the BBC Everything's feeling CCTV, but don't watch I'll give you something to see Keep your gurus, I am not afraid of your juju Can't touch my shaka suru. My little brother could sue you Two good minutes and a little Google search Realize that I'm woke, but I'll take a nice nap Don't sleep on me, but I bite back Run as Xanax, I don't lack in good advice Even my vices can't hold me back I've done all the side quests, all the sound checks Vision is high-res, racking up mileage Everything I said, I still stand by I don't, I don't know, I don't stand by Check myself, I've gotta get my mind right Can't be looking like dial-up, I'm Wi-Fi Won't stay courtside, won't make a cosign Pen is a gold mine. I am not inclined to stop now that I've started Backtrack, sidestep, or half-hearted Couldn't predict this if you need to chart it Can't navigate my stars and no one can par it I'm your black James Bond, unshot Spicebox, taxi by the central, unshot Sailor Moon, remixed by Fela Same why I am not a queen, I'm a pharaoh, shot Your black James Bond, unshot Your black James Bond, unshot Spicebox, taxi by the central um, That is Denise Chyla The song is called Unshot That's from her Go Bravely mixtape um, Chyla was the song that was Denise's calling card this year in many ways. It was a song that um, did really well in terms of streaming and um, on the radio, surprisingly, to much of to her mm. surprise. If you go back and listen to it, it talks about how, you know, a song about her own second name, while it does follow a lineage of songs about, uh, you know, affirming your name, um, it does, mm. wasn't something she expected to take off. Um, in I think I heard it on a Little Woods ad. Yeah, it was on a Little Woods, it's on a Little Woods ad at the moment as well. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the, the one that kind of, um, for anyone who wasn't already paying attention after last year, uh, you know, really established her uh, as an artist and then 
obviously. You can't really talk about 2020 in terms of gigs without talking about other voices and courage and uh, Denise's performance from the National Gallery of Ireland, which, uh, Andrea, you wrote a very uh, brilliant piece about, um, which I would recommend you all go and read. Um, and that's all you need to, to know about that. Um, yeah. So go and read <laughs> that you. and you'll be, uh, be well-versed in what's going on. Um, but yeah, I think this was just a song that um, after the mixtape came out was the one that I came back to and just that like call and response thing. It was just, I love that you're Black James Bond and then the Spice Box Taxi by the Centre is so perfectly Irish. And mm. but and then obviously she talks about side quests and stuff like that as well. And then Sailor Moon remixed by Fella. I love that she's bringing all her pop culture influences into that. And just and if anybody doesn't know, Denise Tyler is an absolute nerd. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She's got she's got her cred. Like she 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 knows her shit when it comes to that. Absolutely, absolutely. So certainly one of the artists um, this year that uh, has left uh, a big impact in a year mm. where you really can't, you, a lot of new artists could not establish themselves or emerge. We do have two songs on uh, on from on my list this year that from artists who managed to do that despite everything. Denise is one mm. of them. Um, and I was really relieved when you chose this song because I wanted Denise on my list. Um, so I, it's, yeah, Denise is also one of my choices, even though she's not on my official 10 here. We can't put Anshah on twice. No, you're welcome. Basically. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay, what's your next choice? Oh, yeah, My next choice is uh, a song called Anything by Adrian Lenker, who is from the band uh, Big Thief. And this is from a, a kind of a double album that she released earlier this year in October called Songs Instrumentals. sad um i absolutely inhaled this album this year when when it came out uh, the instrumentals album came out first and then uh, it was followed by songs and this song along with one other were two highlights for me uh, the other one is zombie girl and i i think lenker i think it's probably fair to say at this stage that she's one of the best songwriters like of her generation she's she's absolutely astounding and that's whether she's working with Big Thief or not um, and this song Anything is a subtle delicate almost a whisper of a song and she manages to uh, kind of in all her music if not reach then at least imply something 
almost celestial or otherworldly. Yeah, it's her um, qualities, the, the magical qualities yeah. to her songwriting that uh, like very the, few people can do. The, the word ethereal gets thrown around a lot, with, especially with female musicians, not always correctly, but I think um, it's it's a it's a word that could re- definitely aptly describe her. Um, and I just love the kind of one take feel of this, how the guitars and vocals are layered. I think they were layered on analog tape when she recorded it. Um, and the lyrical themes in the song are kind of where she's most comfortable. She's singing about families, about the idea of belonging and not belonging, about love and loss. And it's also kind of a whole year in a song. She's referencing like Christmas, spring, summer, maybe autumn. I can't remember. Um, and I think the chorus is as kind of as intimate and straightforward as we get with her. It's not, it's it's kind of, she, she's brilliant at flitting between um the specificities and uh, really intimate moments and then kind of grander statements. But then she kind of ties that all together with that gorgeous chorus here that is just so straightforward and so down the middle. Um, It's almost brittle, um, but it's just ultimately brilliant. And again, I'm going to be saying this a lot, but this was a song that I heard this year at a point when I was just kind of done (laughs) with listening to new music. I just couldn't couldn't get my head around uh, around like being excited about new music for a week or so when this came out in October um, or before October when the song came out. Um, and I heard this and I was like, ah, yes, there there we go. There's the feeling again. There's the 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 absolute hurt in my heart uh, <laughs> listening to this. Uh, I think it's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, I actually haven't got around to listen to the album yet still. Um, I've been waiting it's for great. a quiet moment to do so, but I better hurry up. Mm. Because <laughs> it's albums, uh, uh, putting together albums of the year at the moment, and I still this is on my. I do have a Spotify playlist of albums that I've yet to really properly listen to yet, and this is on mm. it. I've dug back into it a bit, but uh, not this album just yet. But um, yeah, have you read? It's a nice one to go for a walk with. Yeah, have you read the New Yorker um, profile with her from a few weeks ago? Yes. Yeah, I read it a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, a uh, very good. She's read a really album. interesting character. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, um, that was Adrian Lenker. Song was called Anything. Um, my next choice is from a Cork artist called Yankee, and this song is called Lucy. Getting colder, but something in the way you give me the cold shoulder says I know that the world is slowly getting colder. Huh.
That is Yankee, that is Cork artist Graham Cooney, who recently moved to London, as far as I know. Um, and he's been making these kind of quietly uh, beautiful, lo-fi, uh, dreamy indie funk jams for a couple of years now. Um, and I think this is my favourite one. Um, it's just one of those lovely songs that I just keep coming back to um, this year. And I felt it was nice to give it a bit of a, a spotlight this time around. Um yeah, I, I just like I I think Yankee's brilliant, and I'd love to see him live, and I don't know if I ever will <laughs> because of what's happened. But he was supposed to play a gig at some point um in twenty twenty, and then that didn't happen, obviously. So it remains a recorded material only uh kind of vibe. Um, and I'm okay with it. There's elements of this that remind me of um the more psychedelic, uh, laid back stuff that unknown mortal orchestra do as well. Um. But I think I just I just love it. I love this. I think it's uh, a lot of imagination and, and production news gone into this as well in terms of, you know, an artist doing them all on its own. I think um, for that reason as well, there's a lot um, that Graham Cooney should be uh, proud about. There's a lot of uh, it's very interesting. A lot, you know, I so for example, yesterday I listened to 187 um songs or thereabouts from irish artists because that's what i do um and uh, every week and it was probably the last time this year i'm going to do the irish tracks of the week and it's very rare to find uh, somebody who just like has that kind of production imagination and detail in and techniques and the abilities um in their production um to kind of make it sound like something really interesting and like it's kind of fizzy there's like uh, imagination there it's um I just love it. I, I think Yankee's brilliant. So um, that's my shout for Yankee for a song called awesome. Lucy. Great. Uh, my next song is for the second year in a running, my uh, <laughs> my most played artist on, on my Spotify wrapped. Um, it is a song called If You're Too Shy, Let Me Know. By uh, who? From, <laughs> it's from the album Notes in a Conditional Form, which came out in May 2020. And it's by the 1970s.
I cannot believe that the 1975 notes on a conditional form was in fact this year and we did review it in a, a long form uh, podcast on its own my god 22 songs I lost my mind that week I was I was reading like scholarly articles about Gen Z I like I just I went fully in that week so far removed from the I, I, it's funny like I have I, I kind of felt like I hadn't heard much about it yet because I haven't seen that many uh, end of year lists so I kind of forgot it was this year mm. um so, are the 1975, um, I mean, okay, just about this song, I, let's maybe not go into the whole, are they the Duran Duran of 2020? Who knows? Um, <laughs> that song kind of has do, that vibe to do, it. Do we need a Duran Duran of 2020? I don't know if we need Dur- that. Duran Duran or the Duran Duran of 2020, I think. I th- perhaps, yeah. Duran um, Duran. So I think this is the only kind of straight up pop banger on my list. Um, and it's a song that I think will help me look back at 2020 and not remember it as a completely depressing year. Um, And while I had my issues with the 1975's album this year, that would probably take me another hour and a half to kind of actually delve into. Um, This song is the absolute standout from that album. Um, I first, I mean, I'm, I'm quite protective of it because I first heard it at a gig which is uh, where lots of people gather in one place and watch a band I performing see, see. live music. Mm, interesting. Yeah, and what, I was what there. A it was it was very odd. Um, it was right before lockdown, and it was the last big thing I did. Um, uh, that and the choice were kind of around the same time, and I just I remember I was there with Dave Hanready of No Encore, and we kept up our like new tradition of going to see the 1975 together and when this song came on they they were like you know this is a new song blah 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 and I don't know just when that chorus kicked in the two of us just kind of looked at each other and were like banger absolute banger Um, I made the point then that Matty Healy gets away with saying problematic things by putting the phrase she said in front of it <laughs> so she said maybe I would like you better if you took off your clothes when actually it's probably superfluous to the message and uh, and it's fine but I mean in terms of the song it's it's a nostalgia tinted banger that kind of joins the musical sensibilities of the past like a kind of a 1980s John Hughes film maybe with the perils and joys of online relationships today, which is what they do best, I think. And it's tongue in cheek. It's shamelessly earnest. It has the most glorious cheesy sax solo and these banging synths. It was a fucking tonic this year and I cannot wait to dance to it at some stage. I hope somebody plays it in some bar when when all this is over um, and don't look at me sideways if I request it because that's the, I'm, I'm holding on to that. <laughs> I'm holding on to the idea that I can dance with my friends to this song. Um and yeah, it's it's one of the few songs this year that I just found myself like elated while I'm listening to it, not thinking about the pandemic, not thinking about anything really, just having a bop. And I also chose it because I think reviewing the 1975 on the podcast this year was just such an enjoyable thing to do. I really, really enjoyed getting into the album as much as I did. Um and I enjoyed our conversation around it. So I wanted to kind of mark that because I think that was probably, in my opinion, that was our best album review this year. Um, it certainly was, uh, yeah, probably the, 
I, what, it was the most the in word? depth. Yes, definitely. it was the most in depth, but it was probably the most what, uh, the one that felt like the most impactful album when it was coming out mm. this year. It was the one that like there was hype around it. It was there was a lot. Of chat. It was a moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was it was, it was a whole thing. It was like you know the friends texting being like friends texting like a few minutes after midnight when it came out, being like, "Are you listening to it?" Or like even aforementioned Dave Hanratty, like having a chat with him the next day and him just saying, I'd give anything to be arguing over this album with you over a pint in the garage in town. <laughs> like it's, it just, it, it kind of marked, it, it, it was one of the few moments this year where kind of everybody in music, whether it was like Irish music uh, critics or more, this was a lot more global it was like everybody had some kind of opinion on it um and it it just felt exciting it felt yeah. like a flurry because this was this was may we weren't sure how the rest of the year was going to go we weren't sure if we were going to get a lot of big releases so i think we all kind of grabbed this with both hands and yeah, that uh, and really this one, sunk our teeth into it this album and taylor swift's album were probably the two big you know were the two moments, yeah yeah uh, uh, yeah Big, huge releases this year. And uh, yeah. we went in depth on both of them in on previous we episodes. Did. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I actually, um, I like this song a lot because I can listen to it without having to think about the whole album all at once. Yeah. <laughs> because I did kind of go through it. I did kind of go through it a few, uh, during the week, just being like, um, there are a few songs that I kind of, I think are good on it, but there Jesus, are. there's a lot of like... Well, people can go Pains to my, I, I have a playlist on my Spotify called Cliff Notes for Conditional Form, which uh, are the the best songs, in my opinion, on the album in an order that I think works better than what they actually released. Um, so you can go to my Spotify to uh, have a look at that. What is your Spotify, Andre? Oh, it's a load of numbers, actually. But uh, <laughs> if you go to my Substack, uh, you can find my, my Spotify through one of the playlists on my sub- Substack. Um, Give her money to get the link. Yes, That's yes. No, works. you don't you don't have to give me money. Oh, do you, um, okay. you can you can just sign up. Sign yeah, up. You to can sign up for free. AndreaCleary.substack.com, if I believe correctly. That's the one. Very yep. good. Well, while we're on the um plugging ourselves, but I may as well mention that um as it's December, and as you know, we have a Patreon that um luckily in a year of a pandemic has been supporting both me personally and everybody else, but mostly at the moment it's been me because I just like everything's dead. Um and so to mark the end of year, I think what I'm going to be doing is the 12 playlists of Christmas. So leading up to Christmas Day, I'm going to be dropping a playlist every day on the Patreon only for members. So um, if you want to enjoy, if you want to join the 160, 70 people, maybe that are on that at the moment, um, you can hit up patreon.com forward slash 909. Um, and by the 12th or 13th or 14th of December, I, I will be posting a playlist every day up until Christmas. So uh, and one of them is the best of um, 2020 in disco because I made that playlist this week and it's a lot of fun and I'm enjoying making playlists. I'm, uh, you know, I'm kind of like mind mapping all of my listening into different playlists and stuff at the moment. So it's very interesting. I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, okay, uh, that's patreon.com forward slash nine or nine. Thank you for that. Um, and for anyone especially who uh, supports us as is. All right, our next song is one of our one of both of our favorites. It is from CMAT. Uh, and it yeah. is I Want to Be a Cowboy, Baby. Baby.
Okay, that was C-Mat with I Want to Be a Cowboy Baby, um, a song inspired by a vine, um, and just one of the examples of um, why C-Mat brightened up our 2020. Um, she re- released her first single in April this year, Another Day KFC, and uh, after being in a band called Bad C, I really felt like C-Mat was the uh, true embodiment of CMAT as a musical project and just uh, really, you know, leaning into her influences and loves the likes of uh, country music, as you can hear there, obviously it's a song called Cowboy that will obviously give you some country vibes. Um, But generally, you know, here is an artist who has made a huge impact on the Irish music scene this year by virtue of just being... A, a great songwriter, um, releasing three great songs, and B, having a, a, a very interesting and fun personality, and C, doing stuff like eating, um, you know, uh, chicken wings and uh, chicken nuggets on on Instagram Live. I don't know if you, did you saw, did you watch um, Other Voices last night? I did. I saw, I saw her clips um, when she was eating the deep fried, um, I'm actually... Um, I'm yes, eating you, right now. Yes, you were. <laughs> this is my <laughs> trip to you were eating. Um, <laughs> fair. Um, but yeah, she was on uh, with the voices last night. The first broadcast from uh, Dingle. She's fantastic. Like her, her, um, her voice when she's singing live. Like when she sings a song like this, or when she sings a song like KFC. It's like the song is already so fully formed, even in its acoustic form, that anything that she adds onto it in terms of production is is a bonus, and. This sorry, uh, Sima is another artist who was on my list, and then I took off because we can't have her twice. Um, but like it's the year of Sima and Denise Tyler. Absolutely, absolutely. The only artist who broke through this year in terms of Irish artists for sure. Um, and I think the thing about Sima is that like she's clearly 
has a love of great pop music of, of great pop songwriting and that's all can be heard there as well um um mm. and you know there's a sadness and a yearning to this song that uh you know on the surface it sounds like a lovely kind of country song but it's quite you know like all country songs it has a <laughs> it, it's relative cheeriness is uh belied by uh what Benitez and even in the lyrics there you see always the cowboy never the cow I hate the way my life turned out uh, and uh, there's a line there that really sticks out towards the end I want to stop relying on men who are bigger than me so there's a lot in that song that you know on the surface it may sound like a nice like uh, you know um, not upbeat song but uh, it's kind of a it can feel like a cheery kind of country pop song mm. but uh, there's a lot more going on there. I think that's that's the magic of Seema is that she can she can come out and very humbly say oh this is a song that I wrote about a vine and then it's just this completely heartbreaking earnest beautiful uh, story about loneliness and it, it she's she's magic she's absolutely yeah. magic it's a heartbreaker um we will be talking yeah. to Seema um in a special episode um at some point this month before Christmas so sure uh, do listen out for that but in the meantime it is Andrea Cleary's choice of the next song of 2020 what have you gone with uh, my next song is from the album The New Abnormal which came out in April 2020 uh, by The Strokes and it is the song Bad Decisions That was the strokes with bad decisions. So Andrea, let me know. Um, so this came out in April 2020, which was a weird time. Um, and yeah, this this isn't necessarily I think initially it was my favorite song on the album. Um, but that has since changed. But we'll more than likely talk more about that next week. Um but Bad Decisions was the first song that we heard from The Strokes this year. Um, and it came along with the announcement that there was going to be a new album. And when a band like The Strokes announces a new album, it it's kind of like it's a nerve wracking experience because they've obviously had some of the best albums ever made. And they've also had uh, not so good um, albums, too. So when when a band that means as much to me as The Strokes is like, yeah, we're going to come back. I'm like, oh God, what Which does it mean? Which Strokes are we getting? So, 
which drugs are we getting exactly um and then bad decisions came out and it was just such a like it it was just such a straightforward reminder of like why I love them and have always loved them this this song I think could be from one of their earlier records in terms of its style um and it just reminded me how much like the band kind of means to me what what they did for my music taste growing up and I was so excited and happy that they decided to kind of do an homage to their own sound without getting kind of too meta and up themselves about it um I think the guitar line in this is the thing that kind of grabbed me initially and it still does um it's kind of both buoyant and melancholic at the same time and the drums kind of keep pace really brilliantly um the only time I played my guitar this year was to learn this song um and that was kind of April-ish I just became really obsessed with it and um it was while while Taylor Swift and um the 1975 were like the big releases kind of more globally and in terms of pop the strokes was probably the big release for me um and it obviously came towards the beginning of the pandemic as well so it was like it was just something to lean into and be like hey I'm spending a lot of time at home now I might as well just like listen to the new strokes record over and over and over again um but yeah I I adore this song it like I I I mentioned about another song before like it is there's there's nothing superfluous in it I think it's kind of um it's just perfect like there's no there's nothing in it I would take out there's nothing more I ask of it it's just it is and it's it's beautiful I love it very good um yeah I think the Strokes album this year was a lot of people's uh saver for a lot of people um certainly yeah. friends of mine who I've talked to said yeah thank god for that Strokes record I just was really glad yeah. it existed and you're like cool that was a really good time for a good Stroke record Strokes record to arrive yeah so I uh, absolutely agreed all right. Um, my next song is uh, actually from an album we reviewed very recently. It is from The Vision, and it is called Heaven, uh, featuring Andrea Triana. And it sounds like this. Just give me something, babe. Feel like I'm going crazy. I don't know if I'm gonna make it. When the streets are burned and the world keeps turning, there's nothing that I can hold on to. Just give me something, babe. Okay, that was The Vision. We reviewed this um, in our last um, episode, I believe. Uh, the album, The Vision from Ben. No, that was like six <laughs> months ago. That was, uh, it's Con and West, Ben West Beach's uh, project with Andrea Triana on vocals. Very much like classic disco and house record on Defected. Um, really just uh, perfect, um, lovely dance music. Very... Um, 
nostalgic and warm and uh, this song has given me a lot of joy this year and uh, that's why I included it here. I think uh, it was just one of those, I love the sentiment as well, it was one of those, actually, it was one of those songs I think I picked, um, I, I do get asked to do some sync, music sync every now and again and I picked this song, <laughs> I suggested this song for a, a an ad um, for a well-known alcohol brand when when everyone thought that lockdown wasn't going to last that long and we'd be going back to pubs. Um, but didn't work ah, out like that. Those are the days. Um, either way, but uh, yeah, so I think, uh, yeah, great song from The Vision, song's called Heaven, featuring Andrea Triana. Andrea Cleary, what is your next song? Yes. Um, my next song is on my list in front of me it is um yellow is the color of her eyes by soccer mommy from her album color theory which came out in february of this year Soccer Mommy, um, Yellow's Colour of Her Eyes from Colour Theory, which came out in February, uh, which is another album that I was fully convinced came out last year. Um, very odd uh, year this year. So um, technically this song came out in late 2019 as a single, but I'm including it here because I didn't hear it last year. I didn't hear it until this year. Um, it's a seven minute long dreamy epic that deals with illness avoidance and kind of dealings with the existential um and it, it takes its time it's a it's a slow burner um while kind of keeping your interest the whole way through i think her voice and her lyrics are really captivating this is probably the strongest she is lyrically on the album um and it's kind of steeped in this idea of like this dichotomy between youth and experience, like it's the voice of somebody who's kind of experienced too much for such a young age, which I think she does really well actually across the whole album, but particularly on this song. Um, and I think, 
yeah and the idea that she's wise beyond her years is, is definitely there like she's seeking this emotional truth through her own experience and uh this song might be the most personal on, on the album it's about her mother's illness um and <laughs> like musically it's this kind of almost shoegazy flurry of fuzzy guitars and Wurlitzers and Mellotron and I think it's a really considered song um it was brave to make it as long as she did but it's got a really cracking outro in it as well and really kind of builds up to this moment where where it all kind of is torn asunder and falls apart um and yeah I, I think it, it, it's a fantastic album if anybody hasn't listened to the Soccer Mommy album um it's it's one of my favorites I've come out this year, but particularly this song, like you you don't feel the seven minutes going by at all. Um, and this was a song that I kind of kept going back and listening to throughout the year. A soccer Mommy, a song is called Yellow is the Color of Her Eyes. Our next song is by Run the Jewels and it's just featuring Pharrell Williams and Zach Della Rocha. Mastered economics cause you took yourself from squalor. Mastered academics cause your grace said you were scholar. Mastered Instagram cause you can instigate a follow. Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters. Any time I'm on mine, I be minding mine. Every time on my grind, I'm just trying to shine. Make a dollar, government, they want a dozen dimes. The petty kind might kill you cause they see you shine. I done had to have a talk with myself any time. Am I a hypocrite cause I know I did plenty crime. I get broke too many times, I might slang some pines. You believe corporations running their own and your country again ran by a casino on a pedophile sponsor all these fucking racist bastards and i told you once before that you should kill your master now that's the line that's probably gonna get my ass up master of these politics you swear that you got options right master of opinion cause you vote with the white collar the 13th amendment says that slavery's abolished yeah. look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar get it look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar get it look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar get it look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar get it okay that's run the jewels with just uh, featuring pharrell williams and zach Rasha in a year where the Black Lives Matter movement really ignited itself around the world uh, after the murder of George Floyd. It's worth um, remembering what happened to him. He was killed by a police officer after he was knelt on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Um, the RTJ4 album arrived shortly after that. And while they always have been um, somewhere between cartoon punk agitators and uh, artists who talked about the ills of the world um, and uh, raged against those kind of things. Um, <clears throat> there was a particular pertinence to their album uh, this year. Uh, in here, with with just in particular, really, I mean, this is a this is a, there's there's walking in the snow from the album is probably more pertinent to the whole Black Lives Matter movement in terms of its lyrics. But overall, like you know. There, it did give it an extra heightened, uh, an extra um, 
feelings and and uh, significance to their uh, what they were talking about uh, with Killer Mike and LP on this album, and even that is just uh, look at all these slave masters uh, posing on your dollar. Uh, hits home even harder this year in a year where, you know, I mean, Trump was inciting violence and against uh, minority and black people. Um, it is indicative. It is very much, I really felt like when that album arrived, it was very much um, of its time. Uh, it arrived at the right time. I felt like it was great to have music that was directly speaking to what was happening in America as well. Um, but on a surface level, we'll probably, probably talk about Run the Jewels next week, but um, uh, on a surface level, this song is just an absolute banger. Like, it's just one of those, like, yeah, that beat, it's everything that, um, you know, it's like, oh, we, we basically made a, a, an N.E.R.D. Neptunes for L beat and then asked him to appear on it. And and he does something a bit different as well. So it's just, a and then Zach De La Rocha, ever a, their, I think the third or fourth time that they've, um, um, fourth time for I think he's done every album, um, that he's collaborated with Run the Jewels and uh, another great verse from him. So yeah, one of those ones I went back to an awful lot when I could have chose really any song from Run the Jewels album. Um, this was mm. the one I went. My next song is from Sharon Van Etten. Uh, it's called Let Go. It's a single that I don't believe is uh, attached to an album, and it came out in October 2020. Sharon Van Etten uh, with Letting or Let Go, um, which is a standalone track that she released um, along with a film for a film called Feels Good Man, which is a documentary um, about the guy who created the Pepe the Frog meme and how it's kind of been stolen and appropriated by the alt-right and white supremacists. Um, I haven't actually seen the film yet. I'm dying to see it. I have to just get my hands on it somewhere. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I as far as I know, it's out. It's at least out in America. I'm not sure if it's going to streaming services here. So yeah, so the song kind of takes on the experience and persona of somebody who has created and lost something, but she doesn't go to pains to kind of tie it to any singular thing. It's this kind of universal um, thing that you can, you know, write a song about a guy who made a meme and make it completely universal. Um, it's another slow build. I think that that's a bit of a theme in my list uh, this year. It takes its time to kind of set the scene uh, before this kind of 
exploding in this joyous declaration of of like letting go. Um, uh, the guitars uh, were what kind of hit me initially with this and how they kind of swirl around each other. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It's just gorgeous. Yeah, it really and it that those guitars really set up the melody. Uh, for this kind of vocal round that she does in the outro. So it's it's really, really well done. Um, and yeah, it's just, you know, it's an affirmative song about something as specific as someone taking your meme. And she just <laughs> finds universality in that theme and uh, has created a track that is worthy of, of any of her albums, certainly. Um, and in my opinion, one of the best songs of the year. Very good. That is Sharon Van Etten. The song is called Let Go. We will continue because we have a, still a few to get through. Um, longer than usual, as ever, of course. At the end yeah. of the year, it's, it's bound to be. Um, okay, my next song is from Fortet. It is called Baby. And it sounds like this. Ada's Fortet, that is one of the highlights from his 16 Oceans album this year. Um, again, another album that I was kind of surprised it was this year. Um, that is a sample of Ellie Goulding. That song was kind of knocking around for a while um, and finally was released this year. I don't know if it's a, a sample or like she came in to sing it. It's not really quite clear. I don't think I've ever found that out. Um, but the other thing that um, this is very visual music for me. I find it very visual. Um, and also it has a great music video for this, which is mostly just like uh, fancy drone footage um, with effects on it um, that I actually watched quite a lot this year. I was like, this is great and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think what I love about this is that while it has that upbeat percussiveness uh, to it, it also has this lovely ambient kind of meandering that goes on in the background, which is when Forte is at his best, he has that ability to create this kind of 4-4 dance music, but also like very much like bird song and uh, ambient noise in there that never really feels out of place and mm. he's a master at doing that that duality of, of bringing those kind of two things together and this was the one that i went back to a lot this year usually there's a fortet song every year that i'm like yeah that's the one for me um and this mm. was this one this year my next song is uh the saddest song on the list so bear with me listeners uh it it it, it comes back up after this. Uh, this is Angel Olsen uh, from her album Whole New Mess, which came out in August. Uh, and the song is Waving Smiling. Where on your own when you are arriving. I 
Can you just listen to her all day? Yes, I have done that. Like you might get sad, <laughs> but yeah, I don't find her. Um, I don't find her music sad in lots of ways. I just I think it's such a she has such a wonderful, it's melancholy. Yeah, but I she has think, such a beautiful it? voice that you know yeah. it's not really something that I feel gives me a lot of um, gives me a lot of emotion, but a nice in a nice mm. way. Yeah, I think it's it's perfect. Um, looking out the window of a bus while it's raining and pretending you're the main character in a film kind of stuff (laughs) where you're just like, oh, I'll just, I'll find something to be sad about while I'm listening to this because I feel like that's the best way to listen to it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I think you and I have spoken about this before, um, but I think that Angel Olsen, where it's just her, her voice and her her guitar is her at her best. Um, And I mean, this song is just, so so beautiful so classically beautiful like it's it's a very simple song but it's so stripped down that even like the slightest change of a chord that you're not quite expecting can feel huge in it um and I think we we heard a bit of that in that clip there um it starts off somber but I think the switch in the register in the second verse where she goes up that octave is where it really catches you um it's like it's this warble this like kind of like cry lump in your throat kind of sound um and I think it's for her saying goodbye to something that once defined you um I think you could reshoot the final scene in The Graduate with this song and it would work perfectly (laughs) um it has that that feeling of endings and kind of being okay with it while still allowing the the emotions of it to um to overtake you at times um and yeah like i said you know it's it's that simple um chord movement very simple guitar picking but it's these foregrounded like intensely wounded vocals that i think make this song so affecting yeah um it is one of the first the only original songs and two original songs on this album yeah. this year so it was also nice to hear that the other one is called oh i can't remember uh, the, the other one was, whole was new actually, mess is the title yeah this, so that was that whole, whole new mess was i i actually had whole new mess on this list this morning and then i changed it listen i just did that for the next song because i couldn't de- i couldn't decide which one i should play um, mm. So I'm trying to get to my next song is uh, from uh, an artist called Berwin, and he had two songs this year. One is the first one I heard was called Glory, and it was a fantastic song. It was really uh, intimate and uh, real beautiful and brittle. Um, but I just switched it out for a second one, which is called Trap Phone. Um, he is an East London musician who recently featured on Everything Is Recorded at the LP on XL Records. Let me just play uh, this is Trap Phone from Berwyn. Trap Phone. There's love deeper than wishing wells. I know your only call to wish me well. Something to say Today they caught my boy slipping and stabbing To you it's just another episode of this madness To you it's just another black you in his antics 
But I'll hear man when it rains it pours It leaves puddles on floors, it leaves mothers distraught You know your mum doesn't deserve half of the stress that you bore I know your mum, that's a good woman G, trust me, good to the core I used to see your mum every time I go visit mine in prison Working nights at the front desk just trying to feed her children But still you playing games Games. Don't get me wrong, you're not the only one here trying to be champion I'm just saying to their champions who you almost became But you don't seem to see it the same And you and your brother, you're both just like brothers to me So if you go, it leaves a hole in my soul And if they have a funeral for you, I probably won't even go I don't be crying in front of people, I only cry on my own to call me on my trap phone There's love deeper than wishing wells I know your only call to wish me well Me, I'm doing fine You know me, young V, greased lightning Always smiling I just wonder if you're fine on the other side Cause everybody has their struggles and their battle cries but just call me on my trap phone. okay that was Berwin. song is called trap phone yet yeah, one of those um kind of very confessional kind of intimate songs that has a lot of emotion to it um that feel very real you know um there's details there that seem uh, very autobiographical and um uh, yeah it goes into a well of emotion that i wasn't expecting um and i think there's a lot of uh, this kind of music here and there every time this year there's like there's a lot of kind of r&b kind of stuff but um a lot of it doesn't kind of reach that level of, of depth for me um and i think berwin has done that frequently um he had an album out um this year called uh like i think it was called just demo tape um uh vega and those two songs glory and um uh trap phone were the standouts for me um, and definitely one i wanted to include here because i just felt like it was very different than anything um, else we had so, so my next song is not from an album it's a single that came out in july of this year uh it is by Merley, and it's called till the wheels fall off Cannabis. I stay on side in the clear like where the banner is. Laugh aloud just to cover up the cowardice that I resulted from investing where the mana is. I see you get away with things that I never will. I close my eyes hoping I'm dreaming, but I know it's real. Buying time to plan my get out. Jordan Peele, why the daily news say he can't? I'll be man of steel. My arms strong from holding back on all fronts. I know tongues that have reached spots it's saw ones. Unbeknown to hot spots, I kept mum. Spare your kids the wrath if you're that dumb. That's our our dear sweet Merley, a man who has never watched a film twice. (laughs) 
That's 100% true. <laughs> um, I love, 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 love this song. Um, I think Merle is a masterful lyricist. Like he can say so much um, what, just condensed down in, in, into these brilliant images. Um, I think Till the Wheels Fall Off, for me, captures something really important about this year in Irish music, um, which is you know, an open conversation about racism in Ireland, which is important, but I think equally as important is a celebration of Irish black voices, their talent, their enthusiasm, as as we've seen this year. It's just been an insane year for, um, for all, all the, all the Limerick lads who are just lads and ladies who are just absolutely smashing it. Um, and yeah, I think for me, the best hip hop is, is an invitation to, think and speak and act um and while Merle is framing this conversation around kind of racism in the Premier League and his own experiences um in here in Ireland he's also kind of encouraging and inviting everybody to think about their actions and how they affect other people but he's doing it in just this incredibly stylish gorgeous song that you know I I don't know if that's a sample that he's using um in the beat, yeah, but I don't just, think so. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely gorgeous. The kind of, that, that kind of clashing of it and this like really bombastic slick bass that comes in. It's just pure joy. And, you know, I can't think of a more appropriate message for 2020 than ain't nobody safe here unless we all are. Like, it just, it, that kind of spider webs into all of the conversations that we're having this year. Um, the video is absolutely fantastic as well. Um, and I just, I'm just so excited for Merle. I'm so excited for the career that he's like going to have because he's, he, he's going to be one of our, one of our major exports, I feel. Um, and what a nice guy too, like just unbelievably. Yeah. Even last week had a new song with uh, Kobina as Ragera, I believe. Um, Absolutely gorgeous track. Really, so really gorgeous. He's not done yet. And we're not no. done with, Lim- we're not done with Limerick yet either. Mm-mm. Cause we have to go to Limerick because this is the song that was just pure hype this year. It is from God Knows. Um, so the three have now been uh, mentioned. Um, mm. We've got Denise, God Knows and Merle in this uh, list. The Father, um, Son and Holy Spirit of Limerick. <laughs> this is the Who's Asking remix featuring Strange Boy Nature, Hazy Hayes, Gavin Da Vinci, Cert One on the Beat and uh, Citrus Fresh as well. Um, yeah, this song and this video was gave me so much passion life energy it gave me this life. year <laughs> yeah it did it really did so let's hear who's asking the Irish, Kate Bula Potter, call me Sensei Irish. Big girl energy, don't need a remedy. Cause I'm the artist, I listen to peace, black girl Irish. Can't say Irish, Kate Bula Potter, call me Sensei Irish. Big man energy, don't need a remedy. Cause I'm the artist, what? Liberated, liberated. Look at everything that the father created. I know I'm a king, I know I'm a places. I'm not paying anyone rent for me to claim it. You don't, you don't, you don't know me, bro. You don't know me though, nah, he don't know me though Acting like you wanna know me so 
Nobody know me so All rap fam homegrown heroes He just don't know you know Fuck where are we got all in go It is hard for me to turn that down because it's uh, one of those songs that just like where just would you get it? Repeat. Um, well, it seems you would get it in uh, Limerick in the main. Yep. Um, that's where it's coming from. That's where all these artists are from. Uh, other than Cert One, who did the production, who's based in Liverpool. Strange Boys, Citrus Fresh, Hazy Hayes, Denise Chyla, God knows, Gavin Da Vinci. Um, in many ways, were like PX Music were the dominant collective in Irish music this year. They really did a lot of stuff. They played a lot of live stream gigs. They played with Denise and Murley and God knows in the National Concert Hall this year as well mm. um, and did their own stuff as well. Uh, the only sad thing about it is that we were supposed to put on a gig with all of these people in March and it's still yeah. pending. Um, yeah. Eventually it will happen. I'd say you can charge more money for that at this stage now. <laughs> <laughs> We've already sold too many tickets to actually put it on in, under restrictions. So I don't know how yeah. we're going to make this happen, but uh, we will see when things open up a bit more. Um, yeah, this is the Who's Asking You Max. What else can I say about it that hasn't mm. already been said? Um, what I will say is that the video... Uh, gives this song a real energy and focus and then of course we had the uh, East Coast version as well um, and just Unreal. and apparently there's, there may be other versions on the way and that was always yeah. maybe the plan so look it's just a, an absolute like uh, posse cut banger and no one else but God knows would have brought these people together in the yeah. same way and uh, shouts to God knows for doing that and, and I think to, to that end to kind of to God knows is uh, like position in in the Irish scene like he is one of the most humble people I've ever met for somebody that holds so much influence and everybody who is on this track brought the same energy as fucking Nicki Minaj doing her monster verse like this was this was the moment for all of them and you can really feel that energy in it they all brought their absolute A game and it's just a load of musicians just doing what they do best with this intense energy like it makes me want to like fight people, but also hug my <laughs> friends. And it, it just it makes me feel a lot of things at once. Um, and it gives me more energy than I've kind of had all year. Even just listening to that like short clip that we both listened to there. I'm just like, yeah, I'm pumped. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just makes me want to fist pump the air every time I listen to it. I'm like, fuck yeah. These yes. people are absolutely nailing it. And I can't uh, believe they're all on the same track and it's doing it. And they're yeah. doing it and they're all matching each other and like 
there's not a bad verse on it and they, no. everyone represents themselves in their own unique way and yeah it's absolutely brilliant that is it's, the who's asking remix with from god knows and friends okay our last song my hands are in the air yes. i'm fist pumping what is our last <laughs> track of uh songs of 2020 andrea um my last song is from an irish band called pillow queens uh from the album in waiting which came out in september 2020 and the song is called holy show in front of me if you're still waiting I'm still a baby if you're still waiting outside I've got your eyes and cheeks in front of me filling the space between my thighs I roll you up and crack Hey, that's Pillow Queens. You picked my favorite song from their album. Yay. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of a toss up between this and Liffy, but I think this is the song that kind of uh, grabbed me most from, from their album this year. And I mean, what atmosphere? It, I think it, it has the same kind of quality as the Wolf Alice song, uh, Don't Delete the Kisses, in that I remember listening to the song Exploder for the Wolf Alice song. And they, the band mentioned that they wanted to create this kind of atmosphere where you're really far away at a festival and you hear your favorite song and you're like running with your friends to like go and catch it. And I think that this song has that same quality. It has that kind of intensity. You want to grab the people around you and kind of be with them in it, which makes it a really sad song to listen to this year, but um, makes me really excited to see them live. And it is another slow burner to kind of close off my list. I think slow burners, like I said, probably the theme of my year. Um, and I think Holy Show is just completely boundless in its atmosphere. It's probably the first signal that we heard of that particular, particularly mature sound that we heard more on the album than we did from the kind of um, previous singles from from Pillow Queens. I think lyrically, it's just it's brilliant storytelling, um, focusing on the kind of the intimate moments that make up a relationship. And musically, it just grows into this like emotional cacophony um this anthemic outro which i'm really actually starting to associate with this band um like it goes without saying that they're all excellent musicians um but i think they're they're really really good at building on simple ideas until they become all like emotionally almost too much to handle by the end of it um it's a really lovely earnest song and i think it's pillow queens at their best so far um if i heard this live today 
after like the time I've spent with it this year, I think I'd just start bawling, crying. Like I just wouldn't be able to handle it. So yeah, <laughs> it's going to be I, a lot of tears in 2021. Oh yeah. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully good tears. Yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, I think probably worth uh, saying that uh, it was, the album was produced by Tommy McLaughlin mm-hmm. as well. So um, adding to that atmosphere on this Absolutely. song in terms of production. So yeah, a really good album from Pillow Queens called In Waiting. Mm-hmm. Right. That is it for our 20 songs of the year. You got to stop sometime. We did and, it. <laughs> and uh, we're going to stop there. And yeah. uh, next week we will be talking about albums of the year as well. Um, and then the week after that, we'll be doing our annual podcast awards, which could be all and everything. Um, yeah, you know. I'll try not to get too drunk and cry this year, but um, <laughs> I can't promise anything. <laughs> OK, Aww. well, I am thinking about maybe, you know, special categories that could suit this year. Yeah. Um, if so. anybody has any, get in touch with us. Um, if you have if you have a song that or a, a live performance or something that hit you this year but it wasn't it wouldn't necessarily fit into like best songs of the year or best album if you have a best sax solo if you've anything like that hit us up on on twitter and um we'll definitely consider those categories because uh, the podcast awards is very loosey-goosey so yeah um, it's it's the bits in between that don't, don't stand don't really make sense in in songs or albums or anything like yeah. that so yeah. yeah that's what we'll be talking about and then we'll have an episode with cmat as well this month and um, so do look out for that busy, so busy. you've been listening to the 909 podcast thank you very much um uh, we had a good year according to our spotify raps podcasting and uh, so hello to all our new listeners in Canada where we have grown quite a bit apparently so hi everyone I don't know what that's about yeah me neither (laughs) thanks for Um, listening maybe did did Canada only get Spotify this month or, or this year or something? I don't know. God knows. That no, no. Now we've strange. offended. Now we've offended everyone from Canada. Please, please keep listening. I presume it's Irish people in Canada. So I'm assuming you, so too. Whoever yeah. you are. Okay, that is it from us this week. I've been Niall and she's been Andrea. I have. And done my best. And thank you very much, uh, everybody. We will talk to you next week. And uh, bye. 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 Wash your hands. Bye.